0: Banks takes losses. The bank is right now sitting on 1.7 trillion in equity losses. That means September lies the banks. Unrealized losses on investments in security have skyrocketed. Recently, unrealized losses account for 33% of all bank equity capital. This is a very important trend that we need to watch. Watch this. So watch this. I want us to think about this right quick. The bank's objective is to make money. So if the bank is sitting on 1.7 trillion in losses, plus watch this. Plus now we have 420,000 US American workers that are now on strike. We're going to put some things in perspective. And why I say that the economy is we are, this is why I say we are we are in a situation where it's about to get real dangerous. So anytime the banks are sitting on 1.7 trillion in losses, watch this, and then people have already tapped into their savings, right? Credit card debt is at an all-time high. Household debt just hit 1.7 trillion as well. So if the bank losing this kind of money, people don't have the money. Lending now Because the bank understands that people don't have the money sales on everything is going down But while sales are going down prices are going up and wages aren't matching inflation So the banks have now done is the banks have now said, yo, we have to tighten up these lending conditions So now the bank not even lending money like they would so the bank is losing money The bank is not lending money credit is high People are at fear of going default because we've already said that the average person is behind at least 60 days on at least two bills. Not one, but two. Let's partner that with 420,000 people are now on strike. That's the most since 1983. While people on strike, we need money. We need money. But watch this, Jose. 447,000 people now work two full-time jobs in America. Watch this. While another 1.2 million people have now adapted to a part-time job to coincide with the full-time job. Watch this. Watch this, Jose. To go with that, that is 33% higher than 2008. We're talking numbers. So the reason why that's important to me, y'all, is because we, we all talk about making money in the market. That's cool. But if I'm being honest with you, we need to make money in the market. And the reason why we need to make money in the market is because our economy is on eggshells. Financially resilient is what we call in episode 64, and it's for a reason, y'all. I told y'all this a couple months back. I said, we need to finish the year out not spending no money. I said, we need to finish the year out saving to invest, seeing if we can have some liquidity because the writing's on the wall. And what happens when the Fed Reserve has maxed out on what they got to do? But guess what got to happen now? Now, because of this war, these... The 10 year and the two, these treasury yields have come down, but that's not fundamentally why they, that's not a fundamental reason for them to come down. It's an event that's causing them to come down. Fundamentally, we still in the same position. So when I said that 4,200 is not off the board, it's not. And even though we may have a rally, I'm listen, I got options. I'm, I want us to have a rally because I want to print money because I want to be in position to have the liquidity when an opportunity presents itself. Now, nah, I know we hear them saying, recession, 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 recession. And we like, man, they keep hollering that. Well, if we keep saying it's going to rain, one day it got the storm and I just need to make sure I got my umbrella with me. Watch this. One of the things that hurt people in New Orleans for Katrina was because we had been through so many hurricanes where we didn't leave to where we was like, man, I ain't worried about that hurricane. Now watch this. Even though the hurricane wasn't as bad, but if our ass would have left, so many people would have got hurt. Because what happens when you're in the crossfires of Pharaoh? What happens when you are in the crossfires of Pharaoh? And your stubbornness is the reason why you're affected. I need us to understand that we are in a situation, y'all, that is... The writings are on the wall to where this truly looks like it can be a 2008 all over again, just not with the banks because they've equipped themselves. But there's so many other indicators that are saying, yo, we should not be here. There's so many indicators that are saying, yo, this market is resilient, but we don't know why. Bro, even them people confused right now. But I'm going to be real with y'all and I'm going to tell you what's keeping the market high is going. Greed. Greed. But here's what we do know about greed. At some point, you got to say, there's no more I can do. At some point, the greedy has to face the consequences at some point. And if we go down a list of them, do FTX going to court right now? Everybody he worked with is saying, bro, you know what was going on. Watch this. I talked about this with B yesterday, a day before I said B. What's my man's name? We were talking about Nah, Bernie Madoff. I said, bro, Bernie, he didn't even have to do that. He just could have invested the people money and he didn't even have to get 15, 20%. But what happened was once the greed kicked in, the greed going to take you so far where you just be like, yo, it ain't. And what happens is you get to a point where you can't turn back every person that is done by greed there's always a point where they could turn back and they be like bro I'm just I ain't turning I'm in he has so many bro he could have stopped when he was a 6 billion dollar fund he could have said you know what man let me just handle this the right way bro the dude got up to 64 billion dollars you too far in at that point America is in the same situation the economy Everything is pointing to saying, yo, we bought the bus. And it started for that pandemic. For the pandemic, they was not supposed to put $7 trillion in the economy. They were supposed to let that thing fall. Because what happens is the economy needs to recalibrate. But here's what Greed says. I'm, why recalibrate? It's just principal money. It's just principal money. But what happens when they say, bro, we can't print no more? Of course you can. We can't print no more. So now what happens is guess what the gauge is now? Yo, two million people got to lose their job. Guess what the gauge is now? Here's the gauge right now. Watch this. Orange juice is up 315% since 2020. Live cattle is up 130% since April. Trap, why are you telling me that? Because that's the futures market. That's another insane market. What's good, Trappers, man? It's your boy, The Wall Street Trapper. Right now, I want to invite you to an amazing experience full of value. That is my community, Trappers Anonymous. It's 100%, the greatest fundamental investing community on the market. Listen, your portfolio should be a masterpiece. The only way we get you there is if we help you learn how to invest with confidence. Now, listen, I get it. Like, you don't know a lot about stocks or maybe you've heard people say how much money they lost in stocks, but I can guarantee you one, because they weren't in the community and two, they lacked the information. Our goal in Travers Anonymous is to help you, really to hold your hand on the journey to becoming a confident investor, learning how to navigate through the different events that the stock market goes through to take you from panic to encouragement. There's no better time than now. This is an opportunity only for those who are willing to be on the journey. So listen, man, click the link below. Come join me in Travers Anonymous, man. I will see you in one of our many classes, whether it's Moat Monday, whether it's the two-hour class we do on Sunday, or whether it's just a book club. Everything is geared toward making you a better investor so you can triple your network and turn your last name to an asset. It's your boy, Wall Street Traver. See you in a trap. Here we go right here. What's keeping the market up? Here's what I feel like this was moving the market moving forward. Rates have to stabilize to decline and we need those to happen. Inflation has to fall. Oil dropping. Earnings are expected to be stable. Now, here's the thing I'm looking for going into this earnings season. A lot of companies have lowered expectations to be earnings. And so we need earnings. We truly need earnings. We need to see them. We need to see that. So, Tudor, let's go to my four, my, my, my four things they need to own. Here's my advice. Here's my advice. I think that you should own these four sectors, these four sectors. Not saying the specific companies for 10 years, but you should be in these four sectors. I think you should be in healthcare. You should own med tech and you should own some type of drug maker. Me, Eli Lilly, me and Travis and Travis of we went with Eli Lilly and Nova Nordis. I think you should own those two companies, one of those two companies. I think you should own some type of med tech, so intuitive surgical, striker, something like that in the medical field. Let's go a little further, dude. I think you should be in cybersecurity. The reason why you should be in cybersecurity is because, to, uh, MGM just got hit for a hundred million. Cybersecurity. But guess what happened too? The people information got leaked. So why is this? They're gonna get their hundred million back. They got what's called EMO insurance. They don't get that back. They don't get some of it back. But when they take your personal stuff, you can't handle that kind of hit. Right? So protecting networks, devices, and data from unauthorized access or criminal use, I think you should own that. Let's go a little further. Right. You should own technology, either the chips or the information technology. I think that is good. And let's go a little further. Defense. Defense, defense, defense. Because we in some hard times right now. We in some hard times right now. And these wars going to be serious.